This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Walker, and today my guest is J.R. Portman. Hey, Brian. Glad to be here. So, J.R., tell us a little bit about what you do. Sure. I've been uh, with Shop Marketing Pros for almost eight years now, I think, and I am the director of operations and usually the person that a potential shop first talks to when they reach out to us. So I spend a lot of my time on the phone with shops, answering questions, helping them understand you know, marketing and, and what we do and how we can help and just uh, helping them to figure out how to make the most out of marketing. Thank you to our friends at RepairPal for providing you this episode. RepairPal is the key that unlocks more business for your repair shop. Learn more at repairpal.com forward slash shops. So regarding the topic of what we're going to be covering today, what is one of the questions that you get asked the most? Yeah, so it's about what should my marketing budget be? I like to talk, (laughs) as you know, Brian, but I get to hear from people and shop owners all over the country and I get asked all the best questions. So I've gotten very good at answering them and stuff, but I want to make sure that I'm always answering in a thoughtful way and it's not always the same answer, right? So when people ask me, and I just, I literally just had one of these calls about an hour ago, what should my marketing budget be? That could be a shop that's brand new and has never set a marketing budget. It could be a shop that's been around for a while, but it's never really, they do might dabble in some things, but don't really have a plan. You know, I, they might not even know how much they're spending. <laughs> they could just be spending and it could be different from month to month, year to year, or it could be the multi-location, multi-million dollar shop. They've got their marketing budget, but they want to spend more. They want to look at it and see, you know, so it's, it's different per shop, but um, a lot of it comes down to the same type of formula. And that's what I want to talk about today. So, you know, usually when we're talking about marketing budgets, you know, one of the old adages that we hear is that you should be spending like five to 7%. That seems to be, you know, the thing that I've heard all throughout my life. But when you actually dig into it and you look at it and you see like what the small business administration recommends, it's something very different. Right. Yeah. They're eight to 9%. And then it depends on something about like, if you're a certain type of business, I I care about the automotive repair world. (laughs) And I really care about what their coaches are telling them as well. That's another part of this conversation is I get to talk to a lot of coaches and I want to make sure I'm doing in, in line with my suggestions, with what they're telling their shops I should be doing. And so I've heard Coaches say different numbers all over the place too, as low as 3% up to that 10%. Some say spend as much as you possibly can. So that's going to be all over the place too. And it it really varies. But I have come to that 5%, I think is a very safe, conservative overall number. And we're talking about 5% of gross revenue, not adjusted or whatever you want to say. Like, what are you making in a year? from the sales and then 5%. And that's, that would be the standard marketing budget. Okay. So I'm a shop. I've reached out to you and you know, I'm interested in having marketing done for my shop. And, and that's my question. What should I allocate for marketing and advertising? And what does that conversation look like? Um, sure. So, I mean, usually I gather a little bit of background. I want to obviously know um, how long the shop's been in business. A brand new shop has got different sorts of expenses and payrolls than other people do. I want to know if they have a coach, if they had some of this conversation, some of the stuff that they're, have they projected, they have goals for the next three to five years and stuff. But mainly the question comes down to is, do you know what you made last year? And then follow up to that is, you know what you're on track to make this year. We're recording this podcast right about in the middle of the year. So I would say, hey, did you know how much you made so far? And are you 
going to meet or exceed last year's. And if a shop can't answer those questions, they don't know how much they're making. They don't know what their average repair order is. That's a timeout. Like every shop wants more cars. <laughs> that's the thing that, I mean, everything we do in marketing is either to get new business or to keep business. Usually that's a very simple way to see it. If they can't answer, like, I don't know how much money I'm making. That's kind of a timeout. And like, maybe we need to have another conversation. But most shops that we talk to that are reaching out to us know how much they've made. And that's the first question I ask. So one of the other things that we will often look at is, do you need more cars right now or are you marketing for future growth? Yeah, that's a great point because, um, again, part of what I love to do, you know, there's a lot of different marketing tactics out there and depending on who you talk to, they're going to tell you, well, this is the next hot thing or you got to do this. This is dependable. This is for this or that. But yeah, it comes down to are you trying to scale up now? Well, then there's the, the time frame, right? Are you scaling up and you need to scale up quickly? I mean, there are certain red flags in, in marketing as well. Like if you're in trouble and you need to get new cars immediately, there's very few silver bullets in this industry. But uh, we just, uh, you know, we need to be able to know what the realistic goals are there. So most shops are either looking to, I mean, everybody wants more cars. Some do say though, I'm good where I'm at. I'm already booked out three weeks. I don't want any more cars that will, that will shift the tactics there. But if we're talking about um, just general marketing budget in general, then yeah, we start with the overall uh, gross revenue. All right. So one of the things that we also have to take into consideration is, is this a shop that is looking to grow like they need cars now, or is this a shop that is investing for the future? Yeah, that's a good question. You could obviously have latitude in your marketing budget of putting more or less into it. And in the different, whether or not you want to grow plays into the different marketing services after you establish the budget of what you do. Classically doing digital ads like Google ads, that's going to lead to more immediate growth than SEO might be slightly long-term versus social media. So that can be a conversation with where the marketing budget is, is put into put into place and then whether you want to boost the marketing budget from what the average would be for sure. Yeah, because we'll have that shop that comes to us and they're like, I don't need more cars right now, but I know that I need to be doing marketing. And, you know, they're doing that because they know that long-term, they want to build those those relationships with clients that are going to you know be there for years to come and they're not willing to just sit there and not do anything right now so you know they're ready to do some marketing but it is going to be a different type of marketing than that shop that's like i need cars now yeah in that kind of conversation you would think no shop would say i don't want to i don't want to grow but over the past year it's been a it's been a weird time <laughs> a lot of shops have had more than they can handle and for the first time ever are turning off advertising and marketing avenues or or adjusting because they're they're just so booked out and then they can't can't expand like they want to so yeah measuring that stuff is is really important now i, I ask shops a lot the first time i'm talking to them i try and gauge what's what's your goal like you're talking about here do you want to grow do you want to stay that kind of stuff in most shops if i say if you have a choice between i want to get more cars in the bays or i want to stay where i'm at and just make sure i don't lose anybody it's a hard question to answer every shop is going to say well i want both <laughs> that's usually what happens but all of that is kind of part of marketing and maybe in another another podcast we can talk about where to where to put your marketing dollars what which tactics will are for retention and which are for acquisition. But for now, I just want to give people a good way to say, okay, I need to know what my marketing budget should be. Mr. Marketing man, (laughs) what is it? But there's so much that we do have to take into consideration. One of the other things that we often will need to talk about is where are you located? Because 
a shop that is sitting in the middle of Houston, Texas versus a shop that, you know, is sitting in a rural area that has a population of 10,000, it's going to be very different when it comes to their marketing budget. That's true. The formula I want to talk about will give it, it's, yeah, it's not going to take into consideration location and stuff, but definitely like, especially with when we run Google ads, as you know, Brian, we'll, we'll use a, a keyword planner and we'll look at the, the amount of competition and stuff in the area, how dense, uh, how many other ads or stuff are out there. And there's plus or minus on, on those things. But, you know, to come up with an overall marketing budget, regardless of where they're located, it's still 5% of gross. I want to thank our friends at RepairPal for making this episode possible. They're on a mission to put trust back in auto repair. You're an honest shop that delivers high quality work and great service, right? Well, millions of consumers looking for mid to major mechanical repair look for shops like yours in the RepairPal trusted network. Contact them to get certified today and receive one month free service at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. Being in the RepairPal certified network helped us grow our shop's business, and it can help yours too with new customers and a higher ARO. Plus, you don't have to worry anymore about arguing with customers over price because shops in the RepairPal certified network are trusted by consumers for being fair priced, not low priced, fair priced. You have to be in it to win it. So head over to repairpal.com forward slash shops to learn more and set up a call. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free and save $150 off certification. So what does that formula look like? Well, I pretty much said it already. (laughs) Secret's out. It's not too complicated, but I want to do it in practice here because if you're a shop that has never said, you might know what you're spending now, but how does that stack up to what the industry average is? You can do it this way. So let's say you're a shop that uh, last year made a gross of $750,000. You take that $750,000, multiply it by 0.05, so 5% of that, and you're going to end up with your what your on average your yearly marketing expense should be. So that number works out to be $62,500. So that shop 5% again could be higher or lower and if you're in a more competitive market like you were saying Brian, maybe it should be higher like is a shop in Houston only spending 5%? I don't know. <laughs> um, but 62,500 and then divide that by 12 is your monthly marketing budget. So in that case so 37,500 and then that divided by 12, that's an average monthly marketing budget of $3,125. If you are a shop that makes a million, you do the same thing. It's 1 million times 0.05 that gives you your yearly amount. This is just a baseline for, okay, especially if a shop has never done this exercise before. If you got people coming at you from all different directions saying, spend this, spend that, it can seem overwhelming, but putting a number like $3,125 to it, Okay, well, that's somewhere to start. If you're only spending $300 on the local Clipper mag right now, you clearly are underspending on marketing. If you're spending $10,000 a month and you're located in the middle of the Midwest or something like that, with not a lot of competition, maybe you're spending too much. So this will help you to at least start thinking about it that way. Yeah, and it's also going to vary depending on are you looking for aggressive growth? Are you looking for that slow, steady growth? You know, you get that shop that is looking for aggressive growth and they and you add to it that they're in a area where they have a lot of competition and they may need to get up to that 10, 12%, you know, so it really just depends on so many factors when it comes to coming up with that marketing budget. But for most shops, that 5% is going to be a pretty good rule of thumb. Yeah. And when I do that with people, it's a start. And I don't think I've ever had anybody to be totally honest that has done this. 
Like they have, they know what they're spending currently, but they don't really know if it's the right. I mean, I get asked a lot, is that the right marketing budget for me? And so we can start there and do that number. But then, you know, the other question that's really important to ask here is what is marketing? (laughs) Shops have to spend so many softwares and we got vendors and all that kind of stuff. So let me ask you, Brian, what should a marketing budget include? So, you know, we've got marketing, we've got advertising. People get confused by this. Usually it just gets lumped up into one thing, which is probably the safest thing to do is just say, okay, it was marketing and advertising. But people will ask sometimes, well, what's the difference between marketing and advertising? And I look at it as marketing is anything that is going to be used to get people to know, like, and trust you. So marketing would include things like, you know, your BNI, your Chamber of Commerce membership, your CRM uh, that you're paying for. Whereas advertising is going to be more of things that are like, this is who we are, this is what we do, and this is how you get in touch with us. So, you know, that billboard that you are running, you know, is going to be advertising. Your Google ads, you know, where somebody searches for auto repair near me and you come up at the very top of the page in one of those four advertising spots. Because those aren't usually things that are going to be designed to get people to know, like, and trust you. They are just, here we are, here's what we do, here's how to get in touch with us. So, you know, there is a little bit of a difference there. But I recommend just kind of lumping it all into one. Now, when you do that, depending on what it is that, uh, you know, all the things that you're throwing in there. So if you're doing a lot of stuff, you know, you have all of those memberships to your local civic groups and you have the high end CRM and, you know, all of these different things that you're doing. In that case, you may need to increase that marketing budget a little bit. You know, you might need to get up to the like 7% side of things Uh, you know so it it just depends on how like what you call marketing and you also have to be able to keep track of this stuff you've got to have a solid income statement that you can look at easily that where everything is categorized correctly it's categorized the way that it makes sense to you you know so you can look at it and say okay well we spent this many percent on marketing well what all did that include so that you can take a look at that and say okay here's the percentage that we need to be spending because if you're only putting things in there like you know seo and your facebook advertising and your monthly cost for your website and all of those things then it's going to be missing a lot and you're probably going to end up running a lower marketing budget so you got to do things the way that it makes sense to you and include you know what you want to look at as marketing have it categorized correctly and then you know determine that exact percentage that you're going to spend yeah and i'm glad you answered it so thoroughly i mean i think a lot of people just think marketing equals advertising they think what did i spend on the billboards or if i'm running google ads i mean the biggest expense that we see these days most shops have the majority of their advertising budget in Google ads. And in case you don't know what I'll pause here and explain what we mean by Google ads. In case you don't know, it's when someone types in a word, when they're searching for auto repair near me and you jump to the very top of the search engine result page of Google, you're the one at the top because you paid Google for that position. And it says ad next to it. Those are Google ads. Some people call it pay-per-click. Some people call it uh, Google AdWords. So Google likes to change the vernacular they use all the time. But that's what we're talking about here. And that's usually the biggest expense. But as Brian was saying, it's not the only expense. And that's kind of up to you, like whether sponsoring the Little League team counts as marketing or not, that's up to you. But once you have a baseline, so we just use the example of whatever it was, three grand or something like that. I mean, Google ad budgets just continue to go up and up as more and more shops use them. That's going to be a big chunk of it, right? So if you're looking at that, you're paying someone to do the, run those ads and then you have the ads, sweet, I'm golden on my marketing budget. 
But you got to, that CRM and, and, you know, the following up with a review request and text, that's, that's part of it too. I would say that's part of marketing. So just like Brian was saying, make sure you're, you're on that list. You'll see that budget. It might be bigger than you've ever thought, but then it'll also evaporate quickly once you start from putting all the things down. And like any good coach will tell you, what's the, what's the saying, Brian, what, what is documented is grows or something like that. Oh yeah. You can't, you can't grow what you can't measure. Exactly. So as long as you are measuring it, but I think 5% is a very conservative number. I have always liked the 8% thing, but this is some decisions we can't make for, for the shop as long as we can help put them on the right path and say, this is a ballpark of it. And then you can start playing around with that and putting, plugging the numbers in. Yeah. So to kind of clear that up a little bit, if you are the shop where you really have everything that you're doing that has anything to do with marketing, it, like JR talked about, the sponsorship of the Little League team, you know, got pens and notepads that have your, your logo on it. You know, you've wrapped the loaner cars you're a member of all of these different different civic groups and you wrap all of that into marketing, then you need to be in that seven, eight percent range. If you are the shop where you strictly put your advertising as an expense, then you need to be in that five percent range. And that's gonna give you, you know, a pretty good marketing budget when you do that. Yeah, agreed. I use the seven hundred fifty thousand dollar example. Um, we might have listeners that are a million dollar shop or one point five, whatever. So let's just do another one, just so people can see another end of the range. What, what number do you want to use, Brian? I mean, let's, let's do a million dollars. It's a nice round number. Okay. So a million dollar shop has probably just from the hundreds of shops I've talked to, they're not new in business. They didn't just come out the gate and make a million dollars. Usually they probably have some sort of specialization. They could be generalists, but they can still be single location, right? But they're already doing marketing things. I think very, I'm just going on. I personally think a lot of shops won't get to grow to be a million purely on word of mouth that I may be right or wrong on that. You can comment and (laughs) let us know what you think. So they're already probably doing some marketing when I'm talking to them. And so they have some of these things and they probably have been documenting it a bit as well. So if I take a million dollars and I multiply that by, I'm going to say 0.05 first, and then we'll compare to the 0.7% because yeah, they're going to be doing some of the, oh yeah, we do a toy drive everywhere. Oh yeah, we've got the cars wrapped, things like that. So 5% of a million dollars is $50,000 and then $50,000 divided by 12, which will give us our monthly marketing budget is $4,166. So that's a $4,000 a month marketing budget. Just to give you an example of where some of, I said Google AdWords would be, see, I did, I said AdWords. Google Ads is what they're calling it now, would be a big part of that. A typical ad budget, again, not taking into consideration whether you're in downtown New York or LA versus, you know, Duluth or something like that, is gonna, we tell people expect to spend at least $1,200 a month on your ad spend alone. And that, keeps going up. <laughs> if you listen to this a year after recording, it might be at two grand now. It just keeps going up. So there you go. There's a third of that budget. Again, that is just a typical shop because we have shops that are in more populated areas that they need to be spending five, $6,000 a month on their Google ad budget. Yeah. I'm speaking, definitely speaking in generalities here just to get people's head wrapped around it, but some, you know, as a baseline. So if we take that same million dollars times 0.07, so this is a 7% marketing budget. That would be $70,000. I could have done that without the calculator. <laughs> Times divided by 12 is going to give us a monthly marketing budget of $5,800. So we jumped from you know low four to high five. So between four and six, basically. So you can see how that percentage place makes a pretty big difference. But if you do that to yourself and you know separate things out, you know that's one of your expenses that you're projecting for the year, you can start to say, okay, it starts to help you give, say no to some things, right? Sometimes the best yes is a no. If you're already spending, 
crazy amounts on direct mail or, you know, your Google budget is very high for you or whatever, you can start to say, you know what, by this baseline, or even if you just have a marketing budget, and you do these numbers and you're like, wow, I'm spending 15% a year on marketing. That's great. We love mar- people spending money on marketing, but it'll just help you get a sense of where you are based on what we're saying is the industry average. But most of the shops that are asking that question are probably spending two or 3% at best. I mean, the majority I, <laughs> have not, they don't even know that they're not spending a whole lot of marketing at all. I, maybe 1% if they're asking that question. If you're a shop listening to this, like, yeah, I know this, I do this, my coach makes me do this, then you, pro- you know some of the stuff right and you probably do have a lot of marketing tactics going on. Yeah. You know, if you need help figuring this out, this is something that you can get on the phone with JR. I love having this conversation and I will talk to you as long as you want to about marketing budgets. Well, JR, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? We've got a great website, shopmarketingpros.com. And on there, there's um, every button pretty much leads to me. <laughs> you can schedule, we call it a discovery call where you learn more about us and really I'm learning more about you as well. So that's a good way to do it. My email address, if you just want to reach out to me directly, is JR, that's the two letters, JR, at shopmarketingpros.com. Either one of those ways. So we've also got a Facebook group, the Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind. And look too, we're not like... We are here to help you. So it's not going to be, if you want to get on the phone and have a conversation with us about that, it's not going to be some hard pitch or anything. We're ready to help you and answer questions, you know, without trying to necessarily get you to become a client. Yeah, I, I will say this conversation of marketing budget has led more people to not work with us than it has to work with us. Because I don't want, I mean, nobody wants neither the shop nor us want someone to do something without thinking through the expense. You know, you don't buy a Lamborghini without being able to afford the monthly payments, right? So I want to make shops, it helps me to, to direct them towards what we want. When we were talking earlier about, I want to grow as fast as I can. I want to put as much money in an ad budget. Okay, cool. Can you afford to do that? Like, let's establish what a realistic marketing expense would be. And then we both feel comfortable with it. That's better for everybody all around. So yeah, it, it really helps to get a plan together to do this. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast on the Aftermarket Radio Network. You can find other great podcasts on aftermarketradionetwork.com. And we hope that you will tune in next week for our next episode. Thank you for being with us today. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.